0: Tonight is an exciting study because we are dealing with the subject of wisdom. I don't know of too many Christians who are not interested in wisdom. Wisdom is um, uh, one of those things that we all desperately need. Boy, I really do think we need it these days. The world seems like it's falling apart and COVID was just like a big, ugly bully, a thug that uh, beat us up and caused a lot of heartaches with all of the restrictions and things. People dying and uh, all of the turmoil, political, financial. um, The number of cases of domestic abuse has uh, quadrupled. Uh, just wild. Even the number of UFO sightings. I made mention of that the other the other day. It has jumped by 42% this past year of 2020. Amazing, isn't it? Well, we are going to be starting this uh, Wednesday night series on, and I've entitled it, The Seven Pillars of Wisdom. You see, in chapter 9 of Proverbs, it says that Wisdom hath hewn out her seven pillars. And we're going to look at that over the course of the weeks. And I think you'll find that very interesting. I think you will. And so our study is going to be largely from the book of Proverbs. The book of Proverbs is one of my favorite books. Um, 25 years ago, I was in the city of Ottawa and I, I spent Two years just studying Proverbs. Two years. years—it's so all I did was study Proverbs. And I'll tell you, I, I never did get to the, to the end of it. The book of Proverbs is almost like a Bible within a Bible. The book of Proverbs is something like trying to peel an onion. And you get the first layer off. And you find there's another layer and then you get that peeled off and you find there's another layer yet. And you may do some weeping in there as you peel the layers of the onion. But um, we sent out some uh, note papers. Ivan put that up for us. Would you please? Let's take a look. So you should have something that looks like this. We sent that out. Now, if you do not have it, if you didn't get it, then quickly send in a, a, a chat, a message or something, and we'll see if we can whistle you off one of those right away. Now, if you don't have a printer at home, you can't print that out, then uh, it's okay. You could just take hand notes. You can do that too. I'll make sure that you uh, you don't miss out, out on anything. Okay? So, without further ado... Let's uh, bow our heads and close our eyes and have a word of prayer together. Our dear heavenly father, we thank you so very much for this unbelievable book of Proverbs, but even more than that, just the subject of wisdom. And this subject of wisdom is a subject that every born again, man, woman, and young person should be pursuing Every day of their lives. Every day we should be crying out to you, Lord, for wisdom. No wonder we have some of the problems. No wonder we make some of the mistakes we make. Because we're not calling upon you for wisdom. And so, dear Heavenly Father, I pray that starting tonight, you would indeed bless us. And begin opening the eyes of our understanding. This is not a subject that anyone can fully understand in one 30 minute Bible study. It just is impossible. But we can make a good beginning. Let us begin tonight. Father, I thank you so much for everyone who's tuned in. They're so dear and precious to me. Father, I pray right now for every single one of us that you would indeed open the eyes of our understanding and give us more light, more understanding, more wisdom begin tonight. And father, I hope to hear in the days to come some testimonies of some of your people and the wisdom that you are giving them. And so please bless to this end in Jesus name. We pray it. Amen. Well, on your paper, with your notes, we are going to um, answer three main questions tonight. You can see them there. What is wisdom? Why do we we need God's wisdom? Where do we find God's wisdom? Number one is, what is wisdom? What do we mean when we talk about that? Wisdom is a quality that makes a person wise. W-I-S-E. Wise. It's a quality that makes a person wise. Now, when we say wise, what we mean is that the person knows enough details. That's the word that goes in your blank there. A person knows enough details of something. So as to make successful decisions, successful decisions, people, we are faced with a thousand and one decisions that we must make every single day. We wake up, we decide to open our eyes. We decide to throw back the bed covers and climb out of bed. We decide to get ourselves ready. You see, those are just some of the, the hundreds and hundreds of little decisions that we must make every day. And then the phone rings and we have to make a decision. Someone says something to us and we need to decide how we're going to answer them. We have a choice to make. Is it door number one? Is it door number two? Well, what wisdom does is it is it's the quality to make you wise, to give you enough of the goods, enough of the details of something so that you can make successful decisions. Have you ever made a lousy decision? What's that? You say, yes, I see somebody nodding their head there. Yeah. (laughs) A couple of you are chuckling. Yeah. Yeah. Boy. We make some real doozies, don't we? Wouldn't it be nice if we had the wisdom? Well, let's go on here. Another way to put it is this wisdom is the equivalent of years of experience. Years of experience. That's the word goes in your blank so that a person instinctively knows how to act. And how to behave in life. You know, when, when we're born and growing up, that's something we all have to learn is we have to learn how to behave. We have to learn how to act uh, and behave. And that's very important that we learn that. And some of us don't learn it early enough. Sadly, we learn it a little bit too late. And so this is why many people say, if only I could go back in time, With what I know now, K-N-O-W, that's the word goes in your blank. With what I know now and start my life over. So many people say that. Why do they say that? Because in those growing up years or in those previous years, they didn't have the necessary wisdom. And so they would open their mouth and put their foot in. And so they'd reach for door number two when they should have reached for door number one. And so they jump out of the chair and run when they should have just sat right there and kept their mouth shut. And wisdom will come to our rescue and give us the, the years of experience. And this is what Solomon had at just a tender age of something like 20 years old. He was only like 20 and God met with him and said, what do you want me to give you? And he said, wisdom wisdom. And so God gave him great wisdom of experience far beyond his years. And remember how his wisdom came out when these two prostitute ladies came before him and their sad story. They each had a baby and in the night one of them rolled over, I guess on the baby and accidentally killed it. And then realizing what she had done, she swapped babies with the other, her prostitute friend. And so in the morning, when her friend woke up to feed the baby, it was dead. And then when she examined the baby, she says, it's not my baby. And then she realized what her friend had done. So they end up before Solomon. You remember this? And what Solomon do? He said, well, he called for a sword. He said, let's divide the baby in half. You know this story. And one of the prostitutes says, that's fine by me. You know, we'll each get a half. But the other one said, Oh no, 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 don't do that. You'll kill the poor little thing. You let her have it. And Solomon said, this is the real mother. And his fame went all over the land. You know, Jesus was like that. They'd come to him with these hard questions and he would answer them and send them with their tail tucked between their legs they couldn't believe some of the wisdom that was coming out of his mouth. They'd, they'd never heard such gracious words. Wouldn't that be something if you and I could do that? Well, I can't promise you that after this series, you're going to be another Solomon or you'll be able to preach like Jesus. I'm not about to make you that promise, but I will promise you this. If you follow carefully every week, because this is going to go on every Wednesday for maybe eight or 10 Wednesdays, something like that. There's a lot in here. I mean, folks, we're going to school. It's like, we're going to take a college class in this subject of wisdom. You know, many years ago, I, I visited a, a college and uh, they were having chapel that day. And I sat with the other students and I was listening to the, the man, as he was giving a lecture on wisdom. And I thought to myself, this man doesn't know very much about Proverbs. All he would do is he would read a proverb and he'd he'd make comments like this. Oh, isn't that wonderful? Oh, that's deep. Oh, this is good. Are you getting this? Are you getting this young people? That's all he would do. And I sat there and I thought, I don't think this man knows much about Proverbs. Now I'm not going to tell you that I know all there is to know about Proverbs because the truth is I don't, I'm still studying it too, but I've managed to be able to peel off a number of the layers, but there are still things about Proverbs that make me scratch my head. There's, there's still truths down there. And as we get into this more over the ensuing weeks, you'll see for yourself what I'm talking about. But we will pick up a lot of gems on wisdom over these next weeks. Now, the first thing you need to know, and this is the next line in your your notes, is that there are actually not one, but there's actually two sources of wisdom. There's not one kind of wisdom, but there's two kinds of wisdom. Number one is the wisdom of this world, the wisdom of this world. And uh, right in there, 1 Corinthians chapter one, verse 20. Now in your notes, I've given you most of the verse. So this will save us a little bit of time, but you're right in 1 Corinthians one Where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the disputer of this world? Hath not God made foolish the wisdom of this world? You see, God is telling us right there in the Bible that this world has its own brand of wisdom, what it calls wisdom. And truly, truly the world is wise in its own way. It, it really is. The next the next verse here is in James chapter three and right in verses 14 to 15, James three, 14 to 15. But if ye have bitter envying and strife in your hearts, glory, not and lie not against the truth. This wisdom descendeth not N O T descendeth not from above means it's not from God, but is earthly earthly. That's the idea of worldly, sensual, devilish. Now, worldly wisdom will instruct a person on how to think and act in worldly ways. Now, if you look again at James 3, the first part is verse 14, but you have bitter envying and strife in your hearts. You say, well, who would want that? A lot of worldly people, a lot of worldly people think that that's what they should do. You see the world Their philosophy is if you step on my toes, I'll jump on your head. If you pull a knife on me, I'm going to pull a gun on you. That's the world's wisdom. You see that? So worldly wisdom, that's one source of one type. I should say maybe of wisdom. And number two, is the wisdom that God gives. So the first type of wisdom is the wisdom of this world. And the second type of wisdom is the wisdom that God gives. Now, James, the the next verse here, James chapter one, verse five, James chapter one, verse five. And many of you know, this verse, you have it memorized. If any of you lack wisdom. Now, this is the wisdom that God gives let him ask of God. That's right. God, G O D put that in the, the blank. Let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and upbraideth not and it shall be given him. Now that is good news. I like that verse. I need wisdom. And God is making me a promise that if I need wisdom, I should ask him. God delights in giving wisdom and watch. Look at the verse again. It says, let him ask of God that giveth to all men. Look at that next word. Liberally. That is an adjective. It describes the manner in which God gives wisdom. He doesn't reach into his his little coin purse and take out one penny worth of wisdom and say, There, be off with you. God's not like that at all if you're a son or daughter of God by the second birth through repentance and faith in Jesus Christ, if you've been born again into God's family, you are God's son or God's daughter. And he has a tremendous invested interest in you. You are his family, his children, and he delights in helping his children. Now, if you happen to be watching tonight, And you've never been born again. That's your very first need. You need that more than you need anything else. You might think you need money. You might think you need some kind of deliverance from a bad habit, but I'm telling you right now, those are secondary. Your primary need is to get into God's family, become part of God's family through Jesus Christ. That is what you need after that. God will begin to give you the wisdom and the grace you need. But your very first need is to become part of God's family. And if you need help with that, contact our office. We'll help you with that. We can send you a free Bible study. That'll help you. All right. Let's look at the next verse. Uh, It's in James chapter three and verse 17. James three is, And verse 17, but the wisdom that is from above, put that in the blank there. The wisdom that is from above, that's the wisdom that God gives is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, easy to be entreated, full of mercy and good fruits without partiality and without hypocrisy. Now if you go back up a few lines to the wisdom of this world and look at James chapter 3 verse 14 you see the contrast but if you have bitter envying and strife in your hearts glory not and lie not against the truth this wisdom descendeth not from above but is earthly sensual devilish that's what destroys families Now look back at James 3:17 but the wisdom that is from above Is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, and easy to be entreated, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. That's what we want. That's what we need in our hearts, in our homes, in our churches, in our world. That's what we need, folks. Now, godly wisdom will instruct a person in how to think and act in godly ways. You see now the difference here. You've got worldly wisdom that teaches you how to be worldly. And you have godly wisdom that teaches you how to be godly. These two do not work together. These two are at enmity. It's like the God and devil. They're, they're not best friends. All right. So I hope we've answered at least sufficient at this point, this question, what is wisdom? What is wisdom? So remember it's the equivalent of years of experience. It means that you will know enough of the details in order to make successful decisions. All right. Question number two, why do we need God's wisdom? Why do we need God's wisdom now for this? I'd like you to open up your Bible. I don't have any verses written out for you in longhand here. So I need you to open your Bible to the book of Proverbs. And I'd like you to go to chapter eight. And so that's the number that goes in your blank there. See Proverbs eight. Now in Proverbs chapter eight we are given a few of the reasons. There are more reasons than what I'm about to give you, but here are a few of them. I see a few more folks have joined us online. And if you have not received um, an email with the student notes, if you write us in right now, then we'll do what we can and we'll try and send you off a, a copy Hopefully you have a printer at home. You can print them out and fill in the blanks. Now, if you don't have a printer, uh, then you can just take a piece of uh, paper and write these notes longhand. Okay. All right. Now we're on question number two. Why do we need God's wisdom? And we're in chapter eight of Proverbs. And I'm going to give you three of the numerous reasons why we need wisdom. All right. Now let's look in chapter eight. uh, Follow with me. I'll start reading in verse number six. Here for I will speak of excellent things. Now this is wisdom. You see verse one, doth not wisdom cry and understanding put forth her voice. Verse six here for I will speak of excellent things and the opening of my lips shall be right things. And so um, in the line beside these verses here, write down excellent things and right things. This is the first reason we're looking at here as to why we need, why we, why it is we need wisdom because we need to know what is right and wrong. We need to know not just good and bad. We need to know better and best so that we can make proper decisions. So we need to know the, the things that excel, the excellent things. And that's what wisdom is saying. That wisdom will give us is the knowledge of the the things that excel and the things that are are right. Um, verse seven: For my mouth shall speak truth, and wickedness is an abomination to my lips. Um, All the words of my mouth are in righteousness. There is nothing froward. F r o w a r d. That means perverted or twisted. The world loves perverted things and twisted things. Wisdom hates it. There's nothing like that in the lips of wisdom. So, nothing forward or perverse in them. And let's see, let's look at verse 12. I, wisdom, dwell with prudence. Now, prudence is a word we're going to be visiting numerous times, but the word prudence means to have foresight, to look before you leap to have kind of that idea of what's coming down the pipe or what we're going to meet in the road. That's the idea of prudence, like forethought foresight. I wisdom dwell with prudence and find out knowledge of witty inventions. And so you can write in, in your blank there on the, on the right hand side, you can put knowledge. You can put that in there. Look at verse number 14. Counsel is mine. So you can write in counsel and sound wisdom. I am understanding. I have strength. You can write in strength. By me, King's reign and princes decree justice by me, princes rule and nobles, even all the judges of the earth. And so there's several things you can write in on that first line. So this is the, the first basic reason is wisdom will give us the knowledge of things that are that are fantastic and and right and true and will have counsel. There's strength in there. Many of us feel weak at times. Wisdom will strengthen us. Now the second um, benefit here, it's um, it's in the same chapter. And I'd like you to look at verse 10 and 11, receive my instruction and not silver. Look at that. That's a type of money it's valued there and knowledge rather than choice gold for wisdom is better than rubies. Did you know that rubies are more expensive than diamonds? Did you know that a gemnologist will tell you that, that rubies are, are more valuable than diamonds. And so that's why wisdom is better than rubies. And all the things that may be desired are not to be compared to, to it. Look at verse 18. This is again wisdom speaking. Riches and honor are with me, yea, durable riches and righteousness. My fruit is better than gold, yea, than fine gold, and my revenue than choice silver. And look at verse 21. That I may cause those that love me to inherit substance, and I will fill their treasures. In the blank beside these verses, write these words better than money. Wisdom is better than money. Can you imagine buying things without money? Most everything in this world costs money somehow. Can you imagine being able to buy things without money? You say, how can you do that? Wisdom. Wisdom can show you how to pray for things. And receive them. I have seen over the years. So many times. God do this. We have a need. We pray. God supplies the need. It's given to us. So many, many times. I've seen God in answer to prayer. And I believe wisdom to pray for those things. God give us things. doesn't cost us a cent something else that God can do is God can make things last when they should normally fall apart. And you got to buy a new one. They don't. And that saves you money. So why do we need wisdom? Well, for this second reason is so that we're able to buy things without money. This will become perhaps more evident as we get into the study. And then the, um, The third, the number three is in verse 35 for whosoever find me, findeth life and shall obtain favor of the Lord. So you can write down life. And I think that it's not just uh, spiritual life, eternal life. I think it's also physical life. I think it's also physical life because when you have God's wisdom, you'll know enough not to go play on the freeway you'll know enough not to fill your body with substances that can kill you. Wisdom will come to your rescue and prolong your physical life. Wisdom will give you spiritual life as we'll see, but it can prolong your physical life and it can give you favor with the Lord. That's worth knowing, isn't it? It's a nice feeling to know that God is pleased with you. You can go to sleep at night. You can sleep Good knowing that God is happy with you. God is pleased. Wisdom will do this for you. So there's just three of the many reasons as to why we need wisdom. Now, finally, we come to the bottom of the page. Where do we find God's wisdom? Where do we find God's wisdom? Now for this, we'll turn back to Proverbs chapter two and verse number six, Proverbs two and verse six. That's what goes in your little blank Proverbs two and verse six for the Lord giveth wisdom out of his mouth, cometh knowledge and understanding. So on the right, on, on the line, you can write the Lord giveth wisdom and God will sometimes give you a supernatural wisdom. It's like the Holy spirit out of the blue will tell you what to do and what not to do. Now you'll only get that. If you, that that's, kind of the a part it, you'll only get a, if you're going to do B the B part. And for this, I'd like you to go to the new Testament, go to second Timothy chapter three. three, second Timothy chapter three. Now, some of you have this verse memorized. Second Timothy chapter three. And verse number 15, fifteen, fifteen, second Timothy three, fifteen. Follow along as I read it. And that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. And so I want you to write down in the blank beside this the holy scriptures are able to make thee wise. If you're not going to read God's Bible. Then don't expect God to give you wisdom out of the blue. The Lord giveth wisdom out of his mouth, proceedeth knowledge and understanding. Don't expect that's going to happen. If you're not studying God's word, it's a challenge for all of us. Now this brings us to the conclusion of tonight's study. Next week, I'm going to have some more notes for you and we'll send those out in the same way. So you'll be all ready for next Wednesday. Tonight is our introduction. It's opening the door. It's getting our feet wet and wetting our appetite too, I hope. But I have some homework for you. You don't think you could come to college and not have any homework, but the homework is easy because Jesus said, my burden is light. Huh? My yoke is easy. My burden is light. Here's your homework. You can write it in here. Read one proverb chapter each day. Read one proverb chapter each day, starting tonight until next Wednesday. And so tonight, before you go to bed, read Proverbs chapter one. Tomorrow, sometime, preferably in the morning, read Proverbs chapter two. The next day, read Proverbs chapter three. You get the idea? Chapter four, chapter five, chapter six, chapter seven. And that should bring you up to chapter eight. Is it one week today? So that's going to be your homework. All right. And next Wednesday, when I ask you, have you done your homework? Raise your hand. If you've done your homework, I want to be able to see that everyone's raising their hand. Okay. You might not think I can see some days I can't, but the Lord can sure see and he'll see if you raise your hand or not. And so this brings us to the end here of our study. And so you may have some questions on wisdom. Start writing your questions down throughout the, the course of the, the study. You'll get your questions answered. And if you ask a question that I don't answer, then I'd be pleased to address that and answer that for you. Well, it's time for us to to pray. And after that, it's our opportunity to make a gift to the Lord. And I hope that you love the Lord enough to make a gift to him. And our, our giving is going to go into the general in January. Typically offerings go down. Why is that? I don't know. Maybe people spend way too much of their money over Christmas, maybe, and they're broke in January. I, I don't know, but Would you honor the Lord from whom you're hoping to get wisdom? Would you honor him by making a gift? Go to the donation page. In just a moment, Pastor Silver is going to come and lead us in a a great little hymn. We're going to be singing. And then um, we'll be closing up with uh, some final announcements and prayer. And I'm so happy that you decided to be with us tonight. So let's bow our heads one last time and pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I do ask that you would bless all of the people that have tuned in. And Father, I pray for those that tuned in a little bit late. You would please encourage them to tune in a little bit early next Wednesday. And not to wait until quarter after, 20 after before they tune in. Unless, of course, Lord, they're caught in traffic and they can't get home and get things tuned up. Uh, at any time sooner well then that's understandable but if they're just at home just willowing away the time lord remind them to tune in early the service starts at seven not at 720 and lord i pray that you'd please bless all of your people with wisdom as they read the proverbs one chapter a day and now we pray you'd bless the offering please lord Watch over your little church. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.